welcome to the Sovereign Goddess Podcast, authentic conversations with modern medicine women and goddess penures alike, inspiring you to build your queendom with grace. I'm your host, Sabrina Riccio, and I'm really excited about this episode I'm about to share with you. I went down to by far the most beautiful warehouse I've ever seen in Torrance in California to meet with the goddess Penors, the masterminds behind Energy Muse, Timmy Jandro and Heather Askinosi. And it was such an experience. Like I went and I did a tour after the episode and it was so beautiful to see the amount of intention that they put into blessing these crystals and really helping people work with these stones to really transcend and to really build their queendom and really go out there and heal and connect. And it was just so inspiring, like going into this room of sage burning to continuously clean the the stones and to have all these different meditation rooms where people can go in and set their intentions with their stones that they buy to make your own malas and all of your small little palm stones and just the overall operation of it was so it was just flowing with such a divine essence it was so incredible and i went over there right before my birthday and it was such a nice treat Timmy's also a Gemini, so it was really fun to, like, Gemini duo here. And Heather was just as passionate, you know, and so incredible. And these women inspire me. And I had the pleasure of having them because we talked about their new book that just was announced um, on Hay House. So they've created this new book called Crystal Muse, and it's everyday rituals to really help you heal and to really go out there and make change in the world, in your life, in your relationships, in your work, and in your health. And these women are so incredible. I'm really excited for you to hear about this episode. We talked about a lot about crystals and, you know, being able to have your own relationship with these stones and to just really use certain stones to cut through what we're seeing in the world today and to really just support you. And it's so amazing when you start working with stones, like how you, when you really put the intention, and this is what we talked about a lot, when you really put the intention of working with the stone and taking the time to connect with the stone, this piece of Mother Gaia, it's really amazing the transformation you'll see. So I don't want to give away too much about this episode because it's so good, so juicy, and super informative. I think a lot of people have kind of a misconception about crystals, and these two, they know their shit. (laughs) They're really amazing. So I'm really excited for you to tune in. Again, this is Heather and Timmy from Energy Muse, and I'm really excited. So I hope you enjoy the episode. Let us know what you think over on iTunes and get the conversation going over on Instagram with the hashtag Sovereign Goddess Podcast. And now without further ado, I introduce you to the beautiful ladies of Energy Muse. 
Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Sovereign Goddess Podcast. Authentic conversations with modern medicine women and goddess penores alike, inspiring you to build your queendom with grace. I'm so blessed to be in this beautiful space today with Heather and Timmy here of Energy Muse. We're inside the beautiful sanctuary. This place is a sanctuary of all the stones. And I literally walked in. And I was like, this is the most in- beautiful industrial space I've ever seen. It feels like I'm like in another like oasis kind of thing of stones here. And so thank you ladies for having me here. Well, and thanks for coming because yeah, that was a trap for you. So we appreciate it. Yeah, it was a trap, but totally worth it. It's all part of the journey. So a little bit, um, about Energy Muse is they are doing such amazing things and really offering a lot of resources on how to use stones and now like even showing you like stones for your zodiac sign and stones for specific ailments that you need and just overall resources to really help you thrive during these times because as we were talking earlier there's so much change happening right now that's for sure yeah lots of changes they're coming out with a new book right now and i'm super excited for them because we're able to bring the crystal medicine and such a bigger scale to really connect with the mainstream world where people just don't think they're just rocks you know and now it's like no they have properties that permeate within our own cells and our own being and we can remember that and to really just connect with that overall space so before I really want to dive in and talk a little bit about how this beautiful space started what was the seed that really cultivated this whole beautiful fruit that you are all really enjoying right now this is the fruit of your labor here um let's see I don't know Timmy what do you think it started with your grandma Joe's backyard or it could have yeah I mean we Heather and I used to live basically next door to each other growing up in the single digits and my grandmother um, used to talk to us about reincarnation so back then probably was a little far out to be talking about that but it wasn't far out to us so I think that might have started our um, different journey different path So it's so beautiful. It's like this, you guys have this childhood history together and you've really been able to come together. And I'm sure there was different paths between the two of you. And now you've really had this vision on creating such a beautiful space and this company and all these things. So how has that kind of, you know, coming from groundedness of that childhood really allow you to really be this place of like being grounded while we're always so lifted from all these stones well I think what's um interesting is what we've learned just being around crystals for 17 years um it's kind of a whole different world when you work with crystals on a daily basis and um we really often say that the crystals and the energy in here dictate a lot of what happens and um and not that they are we're giving our power over to them in any way but there is an energy frequency about them that um we've learned to appreciate over 17 years because i think when we very first started there was one aspect that we looked at them as you know rocks or crystals and they're really pretty and 
we had one level of understanding and, you know, 17 years later, if we had to describe them, we wouldn't describe them in the same way. They almost have, they're almost their own personality. I mean, what we've learned is that they want to be the stars. They are the rock stars. They don't, um, like, they want to be respected. They want to be seen. They have something to say. And um, when you honor that, they sparkle, they come alive. And I guess it's kind of like, you know, just a relationship, you know, with, with humans, with anything, that the more energy and respect and attention you give it, the more it flourishes, right? And so um, I think our relationship with the crystals is a lot different because how we interact with them now is different. They're not just a crystal or a rock to us. There's intention. Yeah. And just, um, you know, when we were doing our book, um, it, they had their own photo shoot. And, if, and I don't want to say that they were divas, but there were times that they were. And if they didn't like the shot, it's almost as if they were dull. And it, lighting didn't change or anything changed. But when we would, you know, um, when a shot would be redone with maybe having a couple crystals taken out and some were highlighted, all of a sudden the colors would pop. Mm. And so I guess you're right. It's just we listen now more because when it's not working, uh, it's pretty fast. And yet when things do work and when it's aligned or certain stones that we should be working with, they become more plentiful. So it's this dance that we really are doing with them instead of maybe before we thought that we were the ones controlling it. Yeah, and I think a lot of people too, they, you know, they get a they purchase a crystal and they think this is going to solve all the answers. Yeah. But that's not what it's about. And then it's more about using it as a tool to connect with together. Yeah. And having these specific pieces and being aware that like okay, this piece is, you know, like the rose quartz or the heart or like morganite, you know. Like we have all these different crystals and stuff that have these different properties. And so it's not like you also have to do the work. And I think a lot of people like to give away their power to crystals mm -hmm. in that way. Yeah, I mean, um, believe me, um, if I just, and I think you made such a great point because if people think that they're going to get a crystal or a rock or however they want to describe it and think that their life is going to change, they're going to be really disappointed. And um, because if there was an easy way to get from, it, from A to Z, um, we'd already be doing it because right. believe me, we've been searching for it, but there's really no way you can't go down that dark tunnel to get to the light, you know, work through your crap and it's all the time. So I think you're right. What you said is, is that the crystals, a tool, some people like to have something to hold on to and crystals give them that touchstone that I, for me, my head got around it where it was an invisible energy frequency, but something tangible I could hold on to. So that helped me get my heart and my head into it, and that's kind of how I understood it better. Well, now it's like you're talking about the heart and the head, and that's what people are really realizing, that relationship together that we are really being more aware of. You mm -hmm. know, like, we have to be able to work with both, and, like, we can think a lot about, like, the manifestations or the things that we want to do, but then there's also the action that mm -hmm. we really need to take. And so, like, we have all these stones, and, like, what I've been really interested in seeing, too, is how, you know, like, we, right now, you have a jade roller on your desk, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? So yeah. now, like, 
we're using, we're going back to, because these are old, these mm-hmm. are old tools. Like we were yeah. using the J's to go back from China with all the women and their mm-hmm. beauty products and things yeah. like that. But like people are using crystals for other, not just a, a rock that you have in your pocket, you know, right. now it's like, we're using them for beauty tools. Like there's like sex toys made of crystals mm-hmm. now. Like there's yeah. so many people that are understanding these metaphysical properties mm-hmm. based off of the chemistry that is behind each of these different elements that create these crystals because not every crystal is the same right you know and that's why we're able to use these different things the colors can really help with the chakras that we're doing because there's a lot of that kind of radiation of light that comes from these crystals so what have been some of your favorite manifestations or some of your favorite um, awakenings that you've had working with crystals and setting the intention and seeing things come to fruition? Well, it's interesting because we've started the business 17 years ago. And even though I've been working with this company and with Heather for 17 years, I didn't really connect to the crystals until just about two years ago where there was a life-changing Experience and um, it really the crystals really helped open my heart to work through that experience, and so I connected with them on a deeper level, and it gave me a whole new meaning to the crystals. I always loved them. I always loved talking about them. I always wore them, and I felt them, but it was a different intensity. And I think, you know, there's no wrong or right. So here we've had this company for 17 years, and I'm just experiencing this 15 years later that's okay. You know what I mean? Everyone's it's your journey. It's on it. your journey. Yeah. And I think there's like so many people, you know, they'll, they'll look at other people and see how working with this stone has helped them. They're like, Oh, that's going to help me. But again, it's part of the journey and you have no idea how much stuff the crystals are actually doing to clear through too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some people, I think they, they start working with these stones thinking it's like a quick fix. Mm-hmm. And that's what we were talking about earlier, too. It's like, you're just going to be disappointed because, you know, there's things, there's so many things that we're unaware of that are happening in our aura or that are just, like, energetically part of us. Like, you know, in Kundalini Yoga, we talk about the 10 bodies and how there's more layers than just our physical body. And so these stones are really helping us permeate through our auras and our minds and our overall, you know, cutting through a lot of the junk that we've really accumulated a lot of times. So that's part of the patience and, you know, it's letting it take its course, kind of how life is and Mm -hmm. how Mother Gaia is and Mm -hmm. all of these things. So traveling around and you're going to all these different gems shows and things like this. How do you feel about uh, like the the drilling and all these more things that are happening with the earth as crystals are, you know, becoming more popular? Like how do we make it so that crystals can be sustainable in a way that people aren't just like going crazy and like taking these massive chunks out of the earth? How do we keep it sustainable so that our great grandkids can still use crystals down the line? Um, well, you know, I was wanted to ask you a question because you're into Kundalini. Yeah. And so, um, I had heard from, uh, you know, a Kundalini instructor that was with Yogi Bhajan did, did a lot of his, you know, scripting and writing. She was saying about how that the earth is being activated by this crystalline grid right now. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know what your thoughts were about that. Um, well, I know that we've talked a lot in Kundalini Yoga. We talk about the first dimension, that the core of the earth is made of crystalline. Mm-hmm. 
And so that's part of that deeper kind of thing. And I think also as we're evolving, you know, there's more of the crystal children and things like that. And that how our whole DNA is really shifting to more of a crystalline kind of space. So what I feel is just like, recognizing Mm -hmm. one another you know Mm -hmm. what I mean in that Mm -hmm. way like yes we're in this physical form but there's spirit behind these stones Mm -hmm. and so what I feel is that because you know there's um an influx of of interest in stones it's just going back to the properties of us of who we are at our Mm -hmm. innate center and so I feel like that's why we're gravitating towards certain stones that are really like oh this one's really calling me because this is what i need right now because it's just reflecting back to me Mm -hmm. what is already within me and that's part of just like the i see you and Mm -hmm. i feel like the crystals in that way is like mother nature being like i see you and Mm -hmm. this is part of that symbiotic relationship Mm -hmm. that i'm recognizing with crystals Mm-hmm. as part of that like crystalline grid and that crystalline energy because that's why we've, we've had such tumultuous shifts especially mm-hmm. in the past few years as a human species mm-hmm. is because our dna is shifting out of that to hide the the helix you know we're not going into that double helix anymore now we're really expanding to higher codes mm-hmm. and so we have to like upgrade <laughs> mm-hmm. just like and recognize this with the crystals too like you know we shine these crystals shine bright and sometimes when we go through these changes we go through the shadows too mm-hmm. and it's just to remind us like no that light that's hanging out in that labradorite right now is also the light within us mm-hmm. you know what i mean point so mm-hmm. that's what I'm really recognizing. We're no, we're talking earlier how we've lo- I've lost stones lately because crystals to me it's like they come in your life when you need it, mm-hmm. and then you you can give it away because we can't have that attachment, you know, to mm-hmm. something that's in the that's physical really mm-hmm. because this is all temporary. Yeah, absolutely. So that's my take. Yeah, I just you know I. I, I like in um with anything even with farming and and all the stuff that's going on with our food structures and um you know there are definitely miners that are now being more um ethically sourced and people are asking those questions maybe that you know even when we very first started those weren't questions that were being asked and so now our industry is even changing because that's important I know that that's one of the very first questions that we ask when we are going because we've been doing this so long we can go now directly to the miners and we now have relationships and we know how they take and offerings and how they you know the earth it comes out of the mine so they you know it's all evolving and it's all growing but um what i've noticed personally with crystals is that we can only go to where we are so for example um I've been playing around and I'm, I'm obsessed with shungite. And so, you know, I got introduced to this mineral, what, years ago? Um, but at that time, there wasn't the same depth that there is now for me with that stone. And it's not as if the stone is different. It's just that um, I'm different because I am able to go deeper places with it and have it um, open up deeper places within myself. So... The technology is there within the energy of the minerals. Um, it's just a matter of what layer of technology we want to um, engage within ourselves. Right, because I think they come in during seasons in our lives, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then once we've, like, 
reach that point where it's like a new fork in the road you know that's right. where I feel like these other stones are really coming into play yeah I mean a long time you know several years ago I was always attracted to the pretty light and yellows and all these things and I really shied away from these darker the blacks and because I always thought oh that's evil that's bad that's just mm. dark energy and what I've realized is is that um for me to really tap into those higher consciousness I've got to be really rooted Mm-hmm. And those darker stones are really what roots me in. So without a solid foundation, going to the higher realms is really, um, it doesn't give you the girth that really aligns you with your inner truth. Mm-hmm. So um, everything has to start on a solid foundation. So sometimes I feel for me personally, I was starting at the top and forgetting the work at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And when I really need to be doing the work at the beginning. Right. And shift it. Well, I think that's what a lot of people forget. You know, a lot of people, like, they'll jump into, like, the spiritual kind of journey Mm -hmm. um, when they become that aware and, like, all right, I have the power to change my life. And a lot of people are afraid of going into that dark. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But, like, we need that that dark because that dark does represent the feminine. Like, that's why the moon shines Mm -hmm. at night, you know? And I feel like that's why... I know, like, we can charge our crystals with the sun, but there's nothing as powerful as charging it under a full moon. Yeah. You know? And even, you know, just going back to the goddess Kali, because, Mm. you know, once again, years ago, I designed this piece of jewelry, and yet I never wore it. I was almost afraid of it. Um, but, But now I see the power in... It's... It's about, like, cutting the crap that no longer... And you know what? That's liberating. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you know what? No. And so um, I think as being a people pleaser or as growing up as maybe the second kid and always like, um, you know, not wanting to call havoc and that's just my own stuff that I'm working through now. So, I, you know, like once for me to go to those higher levels, I got to work through some of those lower things. And they're not ne- necessarily negative. They're just about... Um, cleaning it up well we have to go through that in order to make space for that light to come in yeah you know what i mean and that's what i'm seeing a lot with working a lot of with like these darker stones that you're saying too Mm -hmm. it's we're like that's why black obsidian is so good for trauma you know when a lot of people are really facing a lot of the trauma of the past right now so that we can really anchor in more of this Mm -hmm. light Mm-hmm. And we need to be able to go through it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we can't spiritual bypass either. And that's what a lot of the things that um, I've been seeing a lot of with a lot of teachers and stuff. Like they love to talk about the light and all these things. But we really need to honor that dark mm-hmm. because those are part of our shadowed selves. And these stones can really help us go through it with a little more ease and grace mm-hmm. too because it's like that support but it's the intention and like mm-hmm. taking the time to meditate with it and to mm-hmm. ground and to connect back to that crystalline core mm-hmm. of who we are yeah it's true yeah so in many ways you know they're a lot more than just a rock or a crystal or whatnot they're they're an they're an energy source that i i just feel throughout history um you know they've gotten a bad rap and maybe they got a bad rap because they were so powerful and it seems as if you look back in history sometimes the things that were really good for the people were um, marketed as being really bad for the people Um, so I think um, personally as we evolve and become more educated I definitely think people that are more um, aware and are open to looking um, sometimes 
everything's hidden in front of us, right? And um, really look deeper into a lot of things that we're being told or what things... Um, question everything. Being, question everything because we do have access um, and um, even a lot of storylines uh, need to be questioned now. Mm-hmm. And, and um, how that'll play out for all of us is different. But um, uh, I think it's definitely um, a time to, to awaken to the cosmos and to align with the energy there and not be afraid of any of that because, um, you know, we got to watch all the propaganda with stuff. There's a lot. And I think that's a lot of what I'm hearing too. It's like recognizing, like to me, like we think of the term, like I, like the term goddess Panora that really just came through mm-hmm. for me one time. And that's to be able to navigate through and have that discernment mm-hmm. as we build that business and like the create the lives that we really want to live because we have to be able to see, be that hawk and like mm-hmm. see the different sides, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And with so much going on in the world right now, like having that discernment and having that space of space mm-hmm. and clarity, like we're going to have to go through that dark to like not allow that to cloud us. as we're making these choices and being like no like this is a projection or like no this is like them trying to control Mm -hmm. rather than allowing the heart to guide yeah so yeah discernment is definitely something i think that's a really key word for our future yeah and um really you know even for i have a you know timmy and i both have kids and just even with my own kids, I really encourage them to look deeper and not always trust what they hear or what they read um, and to do their own research to make their decisions. And be open. Be open to hearing both sides right. and everything in between and then make an educated decision. And that's also the thing, too. Like, we can purchase crystals thinking that this is going to help us, but it may not work with us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's when you have to be willing to give it away or bury it. You yeah. know, sometimes people like they'll hoard crystals yeah. Yeah. and then, but they know this is not really conducive for their well-being. Yeah. You know, and like I had a friend that had a Moldavite that he was not working well with him and he mm-hmm. was like, Pass I feel on. like you need this, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so I've cleared it because I think the biggest thing that we also need to do is clear our stones mm-hmm. and really put in our own energy into it especially when they're coming from other places yeah they can pick up a lot of the energy around us because they are vibrational pieces Mm -hmm. so i just wanted to talk a little bit more about the importance of clearing Mm -hmm. these stones and setting the intention so it's kind of like a clean slate so i know we can use like stones like selenite and we can use especially selenite is such of my favorite one to use to really clear all the energy like I'm, I have crystal grids of selenite under my bed. I've oh, got yeah. it, like, nice. one at my door entry, you know, like, in my room. I've got, like, massive pieces all over because that, to me, is just the aura cleanser. Yeah. So even with the aura cleanser and the discernment, like, what would be some of the stones that you would recommend to really help people have that discernment when they're going out, building their life, building their business, going out into the world? Because... There's a lot going on right now. And as we work with these stones and become more aware, we become more sensitive. Yeah. Um, 
you know, sometimes it almost seems that doing a lot of this stuff becomes another job. Right. Um, and, you know, and then it goes... It's too know, serious. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's the battle of, you know, God, after doing all this stuff and all these, you know, meditating and eating right and saging and doing this, it's like, do I feel happier and I'm, am I freer or am I actually trapped to this whole system? So mm-hmm. there's that fine line. But, um, you know... What we kind of really are, are playing towards now is is that we used to talk a lot about clearing the stones, but what we're really focusing on even before that is clearing the environment in which the stones reside. Beautiful. Um, because you can bring these really amazing crystalline structures into your home, but if your home has got a lot of heavy energy, you're not going to um, have it work to its full potential. So, you know, really, uh, maybe that being the first step is clearing your space and clearing your home with bells or sage or frankincense or mm-hmm. Palo Santo. I actually like Palo Santo more for blessings than Yeah, praying, definitely. Everyone's got their, their formula. Um, and then after that, you know, really cleansing the stones with those modalities in the sun and the moon. And then most importantly, once you have it cleansed, give it a job, program it, set an attention. Um, and... And then repeat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because um, they'll pick up the energy over right. time. So it's like, it's not just like, okay, I put this intention, it's done. Right. It's like, no, like you, as you're going through the journey, it's going to be there right. to support you and pick it up. And that's why like, you know, we're seeing more people like, oh, it's a full moon tonight. Like yeah. clearing the stones or like. Well now, you know, what I, you know, just even, you know, Timmy and I, when we very first started this business, talking about a full moon would have meant that. You know, we were witches and having, you know, doing spells in the background. And I'm not saying <laughs> that that's a bad thing if that is, is, if that's what you're into and that's great, you know. But what I feel is even more liberating now is, is that it's really about just working with the cycles of our planet and mm-hmm. the energy of, of high tide and seasons and, mm-hmm. and not making it more than what it is. And, you know... These, this is what the medicine people did and the indigenous people and the people that were so connected. I mean, it wasn't, it was a magical thing because to be able to connect with the moon and the sun and the elements is magical. I mean, yeah, why wouldn't we? So I just love, and, and I know Timmy does, is that we've gone to these moon circles and you've got these 20 something year olds and they're so connected. They're not even asking those questions. They're like, yeah, we're going to connect to the moon and and I know our kids are, they don't think like that. Maybe that was more of how our generation was, but there's freedom in that right now. Beautiful. And that's, that's awesome. Really. So, so fun. Yeah. And I think it's a lot of that, like that empowerment again, too. Like, you know, we're talking about, we lose stones and, mm-hmm. or sometimes we travel and we can't obviously bring all of our crystals, but if we're having a hard time, we can think about yeah. that crystal in that space. So I just really want to talk a little bit about, um, cultivating really sacred altar spaces with not just crystals, but also like our guides and, you know, offerings that I guess we can really say to like spirit and the divine to go through this because yes, we can have these crystals, but like using a crystal grid, for instance, mm-hmm. to manifest certain things or like having like pictures of deities around like Kali or, mm-hmm. you know, Lakshmi for looking for abundance, things like that. Like using all these different elements and different, um, mm-hmm offerings I guess we can really say to spirit and then also even the importance of bringing like an altar with you when you travel Mm -hmm. 
Well, just one thing I wanted to circle back about cleansing crystals. One thing that makes Energy Muses crystals a little bit different than others, perhaps, is that when we get them in, they've been on the journey. We just talked about the journey from the land, the journey of the people touching them and cutting them and all of the things that happen to them, whether they're a sphere or a point, however that, that happens to be. They come in and we cleanse them. And then they sit in a sacred room that's specific with specific chanting, lighting, and um, cleansing modalities like sage and frankincense. So when you get your crystal from Energy Muse, it is ready to be programmed with your intention. So beautiful. So we've kind of already placed that that in process into place for you. So then, again, then you can go through those processes again and again and again. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, some people, I think, get a little bit um, taken back, like, how do I create an altar? What's the right way to do it? I don't know, for me, sometimes it could be just as simply as writing down something on a piece of paper that I wish to manifest and putting a beautiful crystal quartz point on top of that piece of paper in a sacred place that I have, you know, designated for that space and to hold that space. But I mean, it can be a lot more elaborate too. I know it just depends. Yeah, I think, you know, like I know, like one of the things that I do for like on new moons like, I have this, like, beautiful geode, you know, mm -hmm. and I put on little pieces of paper the intention that I want to manifest and things like that. And I, like, did one a few months ago. I was like, oh, have my own house in Joshua Tree, and now that's happening. And, like, all these other things are happening because I took the time yes. to set the intention, and then I took the time to do the action steps with it. Mm -hmm. And so when we have these crystal grid points or, like, manifest or visualize the space we want to create or the business we want to create or the relationship we want to create that's again going back to like taking the action steps to do it but also realizing that it's your journey mm -hmm. and so just because someone else is telling you to do something that's going back to that discernment too if it feels right for you go for it mm -hmm. but if it doesn't feel right for you choose again and mm -hmm. really listen to that intuition and that inner guidance because what i'm really hearing and seeing more is we are waking up that sixth sense really strong oh, yeah. right now that intuition is really coming through and I don't know, what was the intuition that you guys heard between like, okay, now it's time for us to write this book. Like, when did you know that this is the time? Well, we got very lucky um, or the crystals were like, you know what? These guys aren't going to get off their, get off of it. So we, um, Hay House Publishing actually came to us and asked us to write a book. So we got very lucky in that part. So, um, so that's what got us off. You know, did you visualize yourself in the past writing a book or anything like that? You know what? I always, you know, I always would love to have written a book and it was something that I would always love to do. But just being more of an artistic, um, I think, spiritual seeker and all, very easily distracted by a lot of of the cool stuff going on in this world. Um, you know, uh, landing long enough to write a book was something I dabbled with. But when, when we got the offer and then it was timelines and all that, that's when my growth really came in too, because that's Timmy's more of Timmy's specialty. She's really more with timelines and deadlines and she thrives in that environment. I like, that's like putting me in a, like, Claustrophobic. <laughs> like, I mean, like that was like a news. But, um, but, but, but during that process, 
I really, that came to the forefront. Right. And I had to get past it because I had a deadline, and it was about something that I loved, right? So made the, it a little easier. It made it a little easier, but it still was a really hard process. And I, I you know, um, it just, it was a lot of shedding of a skin. And so, you know, you emerge a new person. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. But I, I would give you more credit. I think you definitely had it as a, you were manifesting a book. I mean, you really wanted to write a book. Well, and, and absolutely. And I think you put it out I there. I mean, I, like, you know, and, this and it idealized, you know, the, the thought of it. You know, now <laughs> of the layers course. of how to get it there was, you know, definitely. What were some yeah. of the stones that really supported you, too, when you were writing this book? Oh my gosh. Well, we went away quite often to write. And so it kind of changed with the chapters. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we would, um, you know, based on the chapter that, cause what we wanted to do is we wanted to write a crystal book. You know, I probably have every crystal book on the market cause I just do. I'm that, I'm a researcher. I'm, I'm that type of person. I'm a Scorpio. It's like, you know, extremist and I, that's, that's who I am. So, she um, you know, and so, but with, but with that, I'm like, you know what? I want to have a book that's never been seen in this marketplace. Right. And I wanted it to be very current. And Timmy and I both through our travels, it's like one of the coolest things is to hear a good story. And that's really how we wanted to share the, the, um, the messages of the crystals was a, a fun story of how we discovered or how we did it or what happened with us. So, our book is more of a, it's a great book for, um, it gives you a lot of visuals. It's like a crystal book if you are on Instagram and it's 11 minutes or less and this is what you do and this is the result you're going to get and right before it, you're going to get a really fun story. So it's one of those things that if you're looking for love, you go to that chapter. If you're looking for a good night's sleep, you don't have to it's read it. It's a guidebook. It. It's a guidebook, but could you read it from front to back? Absolutely, because it's also a story. And so, you know, we gave guidance, but we didn't want to say, hey, this is what a citrine does and have it be more dictionary because, you know, who are we to say? Mm-hmm. We really aren't. Because everyone has their own experience exactly. with these stones. And like, they're so, like, I know when you look them up online, like, what does this stone yeah. mean? It's like pages and pages because yeah. it's metaphysical, it's physical, mm-hmm. it's spiritual, it's like all these different components. And it's like, wow, like, there are so many things, but there's certain specific things that you need at that moment. Right. Well, and there's suggestions. Right. And again, if there's something you want to modify with your intuition, go for it. You should. Yeah. Right. It's like any good recipe. Sometimes you'll use chocolate chips. Sometimes you might use carob. I mean, we, what we, in this book, it was all about, you know what? You're in charge. Mm-hmm. You are the one making the choices. Here's some options. But at the end of the day, listen to yourself. Right. And that's really what we wanted to have prevail in the book. Because it's you're helping people reclaim their power back. Exactly. And, exactly. And at the end of the day, too, if you cannot commit to 3 to 11 minutes to yourself, then what can you commit to? Yeah. And the rituals are that easy, 3 mm-hmm. to 11 minutes. And it's like if you're making it clear, too, you know, it's mm-hmm. not, there's none of that, like misguided of like yeah. wait what and that's the thing sometimes I think we overcomplicate mm-hmm. a lot when it's just like shh shut the mind up yeah. Shh. yeah like listen to what the heart is and because that's where spirit's talking to you yeah you know like listen to what's inside of what you need you know what I mean like sometimes I'll be like you want to be more social or things like that and sometimes you want to just be a little more like mm-hmm. private about what you're working with too mm-hmm. and that's okay yeah well we always put it, the onus back on every 
the own, your own person, right? So right. people will come into our office and say, what crystal do I need? And we're like, we have no idea. So yeah, look, fix me with the crystal. Yeah, like, yeah, but look and touch and feel them. Pick them up. Is it mm-hmm. the color, the shape, the size, the sparkle? All of that could mean something. If it feels good when you're holding it, probably the right crystal for you. Right, if you're gravitating towards it. Mm-hmm. It's calling you. That's what, you know, mm-hmm. check in with yourself. I think that's a lot of the thing, too. It's like... When depending on where you are in mm-hmm. your spiritual journey, like when you're just starting, like you're thinking that other people or things are going to fix you and you're yeah. like, fix me, fix me. But then you're giving away your power again. Well, Tibby and I did this really cool event where, um, where it was in Los Angeles and it was a diversity of um, age groups. And what we learned that day is, is that within a five-hour period of time, we found our market of who the crystal people are. Mm-hmm. And they are from ages four to probably 12. I love that. And they would come to our... Their, their parents would come to the table, and they would have questions and this and that, and it would be like talking, talking, talking. The kids would come in, they'd take a look, they'd grab it, this is the one I want. They were... They knew. They went directly to it, that's what they wanted. They knew, and it was done. And it was just so cool. And it wasn't the crystals. They would walk by, and it was almost like a magnet. And they mm-hmm. walked in, and they were like, "This is what I want, mom." Well, it's yeah. like when we yeah. grew up. We went to the beach. We picked up shells. We picked up crystals mm-hmm. and rocks. We didn't even think about it. It was so playful, and right. You just went with it. You're not in your head at those ages yeah. so much. You're just present and feeling and feeling you're so you're not jaded by everything else that's going on or like oh like if you know some people like their parents may not understand what they're doing with crystals and then there's that whole kind of like oh this may not agree with like my religious upbringing or this Mm -hmm. may not agree with my family and so I need to like stay away or be kind of weary about using them but when we're a kid like we see that pureness again Mm -hmm. and then going back to like that laboratory with that light like they're attracted to that light because they are that light. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I know with me, like I come from a very large family, and all the younger ones, like they're so enamored by crystals, mm-hmm. and like they're doing their own research. Like one's got it. He's like has like a book that has a list of the stones, the properties, like yeah. when he got it, and oh, wow. really doing all these things, yeah. you know. And I'm Little just geologist. Like, totally. To him. Yeah, that yeah. means something to them, and I think like you know more. Like we're saying, more kids are really becoming aware of that, and, and they, they know. They're and like, they're teaching their parents. It came from Peru. I mean, they're doing like <laughs> they're doing data. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, that's they know the region it's come from. They, it's that's amazing. the other thing though too is that they are a generation of technology. Yeah. Yes. So it's like they're they're doing their own research, like going into a crystal shop mm-hmm. before and being like, this is what I need right now, or uh-huh. this is what I'm looking for. Right. Yeah. They're they're empowering themselves to be like, I want to work with this tool to yeah. really help me with my homework. Or anxiety. Yeah. Anxiety. Yeah. Something. And these kids are super sensitive and there's so much going on right now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That some kids are like, I just want to put this crystal on my third eye and mm-hmm. just like relax. I'm like, how do you guys know these things? Yeah. You know? But I think it goes back to that core of that innate wisdom mm-hmm. and yeah. the core of like our truth. Yeah. Because again, we're made of these same minerals. Yeah, it's just Absolutely. understanding the reflection of yeah. each. Hundred percent, I agree. 
Yeah. So I just want to talk one last thing about you two as partners, because it seems like there's a very strong balance of energy between the two of you, like the creative and the logic. If you're saying like, oh, Timmy's the one that's all about the deadlines and stuff like that. I'm the creative. Because, you know, a lot of people sometimes say like working with your friends can be challenging Mm -hmm. because you know everything about them. How has been the experience with you two creating this successful business over 17 years on like how you can help bring up the best of each other and support each other when the things are coming up as well? How has that experience been? I think it's a day-by-day process. I think sometimes, you know, you, you know, at least the thing that we do know in the long run, we trust each other because we've known each other so long. And as Heather always likes to remember, we have so much dirt on each other that we would (laughs) never, never get through anything else. So, um, yeah, I think sometimes, though, when you're working with crystals, they are so intense. It can bring things to great points, and Mm. then you work through them. Right. Yeah, because I see the two of you together, and there's, like, such a balance, you know? And then you have all these stones, too, and it's just like... Yeah, I mean... It's magical here. Yeah, it's... You know, once again, just how we started. Working with crystals. um, Some people that come into our company, they stay a long time. And some people come and they last a couple days. And it's almost as if it filters out energy and in and out and things like that. And also, um, if Timmy and I have something going on, it's going to filter that out really clear, really quick. And so, um, and then that's just another opportunity to grow to the next level, right? Yeah, definitely. Because I just, you know, I just think it's so important right now. A lot of times with the spiritual path, everyone's talking about like all the, you know, it's a hard, it's a hard path to be on. This is not a path of like. It's not all rainbows and butterflies. No, it's not. And, you know, I think um, maybe getting the word out on that, it's, it's an, the path is, is will reward you like no other. But to think that you're not going to have to... um, You're untouchable. Yeah, it doesn't... We all are here. This is life, the planet of lessons, right? Mm -hmm. And life. And it's just how we all want to show up to them, you know? But if we all know that we're going to have obstacles and just plan on it, and how are you going to deal with it, you know? Mm -hmm. And and some of those things. But um, know that crystals or chanting or all this stuff they're tools to help you during those times that are not that are harder when Mm -hmm. life's easy no one's looking for everything right and we grow during those darker times and that's why it's important to show our vulnerability too and to be really authentic because like again it's that spiritual bypassing sometimes that like we perceive and like now with the world of social media too that so many people are just seeing one side yeah i mean you know to that point with facebook and whatnot i somebody was talking about how their kid didn't make it on a team and it was just devastating and she's like i went back and forth about if i should post that or not and she's like you know what i'm gonna post it because it's real and how many people haven't made it on a team before you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. we we sometimes it's in our vulnerability where we connect right because there's just that it's a, I see you exactly yeah we're, we're all going through the same stuff it might be at different times but mm-hmm. it's not like we don't all go through heartbreak or love or disappointment or loss or all those different things they're all facets of the human experience yeah, yeah. you know and then we have the tools of friendship we have the tools of crystals we have the tools of meditation nature whatever it is that you need to really help go through those times with mm-hmm. more ease and grace and so 
sometimes the stones can remind us to like not take it seriously and to mm-hmm. like brighten up yourself by mm-hmm. like recognizing your brilliance and your luminous you know yeah, so good point. Mm-hmm. that's what I think when I see crystals I yeah. see like they're so pretty they I mean, are beautiful they, they they're eye candy yeah and they sparkle and they remind us to do the same because we are that too are, but yeah. sometimes we just go through those darks but that's that's the dirt yeah for mm-hmm. the seed to grow yeah. yeah, you know, and so I love that we're talking a lot about the darker stones because you know everyone's like sometimes my sister likes to call it the basic stones, but they're so strong, like your amethyst and your rose quartz and all those oh, yeah. that are like still strong. Mm-hmm. Like there's yeah. a reason why like they are some of the most popular ones Absolutely. that we see. Like who doesn't want to start at love? Everyone wants love, but unless you do the work before that. You have to balance that low. You have to balance in yoga with the Kundalini yoga. We have to balance that lower triangle in the physical sense of like going through that like dark, that rut, that growth, and then we can come from that space and then be more of our spiritual self. Yeah. So um, to wrap up a little, I just wanted to ask you what are some of the stones that you have been working with a lot now that you're getting closer to book launch and summer and you know deadlines and all these things. What are the stones that have been really supporting you right now? Um, well, for me personally, it's Shungite. And mm-hmm. it's, I think the reason why I'm so attracted to that is that I am concerned about our water. Yeah. Um, I am concerned about um, the addiction of EMFs and our phones and being somebody that could get sucked in the rabbit hole of it. And so I hope that with our book and being able to talk about more, we could be able to talk about these topics that... Um, how do we break those cycles? How do we break this new addiction? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's drugs, there's alcohol, there's food, there's this, but um, I just see even my kids, it's, it's you know... Addiction is addiction. Addiction is addiction. And so, um, but this one with the EMFs and all this stuff, um, there's a lot going on there. And um, Shungite is this really powerful miracle molecule. So for me, that one's, um, I like it because it's, um, it's, glossy it's really light it almost seems like it's not of this world it has all this technology into it i always wonder why so many people from spacex come over and buy it from us Mm -hmm. um (laughs) and yet nobody returns our phone calls but um the thing is is that um i just think that there's a lot of stones to watch this one comes from russia isn't it interesting how mother nature might work Mm -hmm. that one of the most healing stones on our planet with the most uh, technology within it would come from an area where um, you know what I mean. There's struggle right There's now. struggle, and, and what I love about the creativity of Mother Earth is that it didn't come as the pretty sparkly stone. It came in the form of looking like a lump of coal. Mm, so being the diamond in the rough, you know. Exactly. So life isn't always what it seems at first. You right. know what I mean. So good. So anyway, that's what attracts me to this one. You know. Yeah. What about you, Timmy? Well, I am very attracted to blue lace agate because, as I always say, I came into this earth with a very raspy voice. And you're a Gemini, so you got that. You got that Mercury communicator. I get it. So I need (laughs) better communication. Better communication, speaking my truth, and feeling a lot less anxious because there's a lot going on right now. So um, it does help keep me calm. Nice. And where do you? What was? What's your vision with the book that you really? see and how it's helping you know because you're saying so much of like you're seeing these kids but like how do you think that's going to really help um open other people that may be older or may have been kind of 
like shy away from using these stones because of either religious upbringing or like you know propaganda and things like that what do you think how do you think this book is going to really help those people well i you know like in any generation or anything you know like when for me melody was this she wrote um love is in the earth she was kind of the trailblazer of crystals and i really hope that this book can be kind of a trailblazing kind of a book where it breaks through all the stigma and all these perceptions and it really shows everyone that What's our common denominator besides race, besides sex, besides money, what college you went to, and blah, 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 blah. We all have our feet on the ground, right? Mm -hmm. It's our common denominator. Let's not make it more complicated. The earth has been around a lot longer than we have, Mm -hmm. and it will be here probably well after we all are here. Mm -hmm. So let's keep it simple. And if it is true that every ailment and disease, there is a cure right in front of us, Let's take a look. Instead of always looking up, maybe it's time to look down. And within. And within. Mm-hmm. Because and think about, like, Louise Hay. Like, you know, yeah. when she had to heal your life. Right and now. it's just, like, we can find, like, the pain that we have, realize those things, and then connect to the crystal after yeah. to really work with it. So it's just, like, really taking the time to heal ourselves and then using just the tools. Common sense. Keeping it simple. Don't make it more than it is. Is really a really... Keep it easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, really. That's what we hope that this book will be, so that somebody who's five years old could open it up because of the pictures, and and somebody who's in their 80s would go, you know what? I always wondered how I could work with them, and everybody in between. So everyone just should have this on their coffee table. Oh, it's have such a big coffee table. <laughs> it is such a cool coffee table. Just have table it on the coffee yeah. table. And I mean, like I said, like I'm now it's really awesome because I'm seeing, you know, a lot of my family knows that I'm working with stones and stuff yeah. like that. And they'll come up to me and be like, what crystals do you think I need? You know, like yeah. to really help me and support me. So there's a lot of people that have been doing, doing and doing, but they're not seeing the results and so now I, more people are connecting to mother gaia and the crystals and her jewels right you know, these are her jewels these are yeah. her gifts and so we can really just tap into that and honor her in that way and i feel like if we start honoring her in this way we're going to start healing the planet on a much faster level yes yeah well and i think too you've met us now so you know like we are kind of the bridging the gap between the woo-woo of what crystals are and yeah. what is now, what mm-hmm. is real. And like Heather said... You had said, to go through the phase. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So Crystal Muse is really... It's just... It's a book about everyday rituals to tune into the real you. And again, it's it's something you can go to when you need it. You can read it cover to cover or go to the places that help you at that time in your life. Yes. And we already have the pre-launch on Amazon. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, so please go out and and purchase it. And if anything, it's a beautiful picture book because we wanted to have it eye candy. There's some great stories in it that are relatable and um, it'll give you some good crystal information. So you get kind of like three things in one. Yes, beautiful. Yeah. And the links will all be inside the show notes for you guys to pre-order and get your hand on it so when it's finally out and ready to go. Thank you. It's yeah. at home. Yeah. And it's here for you. And then there's also a code that we have if you want to check out the amazing stones they have here at Energy Muse because it's just like, it's literally magical here. Like, I'm I'm a kid in a candy store. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we have to get you something for your birthday. You have to oh. get that. Oh. Birthday girl. Hey. Yeah. And 
<laughs> for your new home. I know. There's so much change right now. So yeah, if That's you guys exciting. need any help, you know, like there's so many resources that they have on Energy Muse to really support. And even the newsletters that they send often, there's so much there's so much to share so many resources and so that's another way that you guys have really been helping make it a little more approachable approachable totally because sometimes there's so many different ones and everyone's like what stones do i get yeah so i think the biggest thing from this whole conversation is just education Mm -hmm. yeah educating yourself and that knowledge is that knowledge and that wisdom is true power yeah and so we have the power to heal ourselves to heal our planet to heal our world and our relationships and by starting with these rituals like we really need to because of these crazy times we need to have ritual Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. ourselves more than ever so i really feel like this book that you two have created and are ready to launch is really coming at the perfect timing and so this my whole thing about this is just keep trusting the divine plan when you're out there and just know that the things that come up life is happening for you and not to you so this is all coming up to help for us you know and this is really here to support so for all the wisdom that you've learned over the years and to really cultivate it and put it in this book and there's so much more to share i'm super appreciative of the two of you for taking the time to really hear the call you know, to really have a real uh, conversation about these stones and the power that they have and how to take it a little lighter and yeah. to easy and don't overcomplicate. Yeah. Good points. Thank you. Well, thank you. You're, yeah. you're amazing. I mean, yeah. you get it. You got it. You're, you, you're helping a lot of people. So thank you. Thank you. Right. <laughs> Miss Gemini. <laughs> so it's good because you get it, you know what I mean? And you're able to articulate. But it didn't happen overnight. Right. So that's yeah. the biggest thing too, is that we can't compare ourselves to other people because we're all on this journey. We're yeah. on it together, but we're all on different paths, helping guide each other home. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So well said. Thank yeah. You. And so can you share the, the links to your website for, um, yeah, please, you know, follow us on at energymuse.com. And then the discount is Shamanessa twenty. Yeah, so to get the discount for their beautiful shop. Yeah, we have some really really cool crystals on our um, on our website, and we have um, we're all on, all on all the social media outlets as well. Yeah, Energy if you ever Muse. want inspiration for grids, like their yeah. Crystal Muse Instagram is just jaw dropping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So thank you ladies for being here. And we hope that the intention for us coming here for you is to you to reclaim your power and to connect with Mother Earth to really use that because you're so supported during this journey and during these changing times and just to really find yourself to be centered and grounded. So thank you so much for listening and we'll be seeing you all soon. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you guys.